wrong. It's not that I don't think ACDC are without talent. I just... It's just not my thing. Like, I would never, ever put ACDC on and listen to it on my own. And I'm a big fan of classic rock music. Mm. Really? Like, do you know how good that feels when you're in the car driving down the highway? Yeah, baby. I feel it. Or like, you know, you're shooting pool at a bar and you got some like yeah. smoking hot chick dancing on the on the pool table while you're trying to play in her little jorts and she's got her beer up in the air. And What do you mean you don't like ACDC, dude? What is wrong with you? I'm like a big Led Zeppelin fan. I'm a big fan of uh, lots of bands, but ACDC have always just been a little too... Fake voicey for me. You know it's what I like about. It's a little too artificial and meant. And you know, it kills me that like people rip on Nickelback all the time because uh-huh. they say they're so formulaic and every song's the same. And it's like it's no different than ACDC. But find me an ACDC fan that can say something nice about Nickelback, and you'll be hard pressed to find one of them because <laughs> they'll be like, "Oh, it's just a bunch, of, you know, cheesy guys. You're doing a bunch of like uh, generic <laughs> rock." I'm like, "Oh yeah, and." <laughs> This song could be on any album from any decade from any of their singers because, you know, of course, when they had to change singers when the first guy died, they found a guy who could replicate that voice. Sounds great to me. Yeah. You know what I... At least if you listen to Van Halen, who had multiple singers, like David Lee Roth sounded totally different than when they brought in Sammy Hager. Mm. You know, it wasn't like, okay, Sammy, you got the job, but you got to try and sound exactly like David Lee Roth, and this is how you're going to do it. Right. That's kind of weird. Because you're almost playing a character then. You're not really coming up with a style of your own. Bon Scott was the guy who was the first guy in ACDC. And what did he, choke on his vomit or something? Didn't he die in some like horrific overdose way? Yeah. I think so. And Brian Johnson was the guy who was hired to replace him. And he, I bet you if I played two songs, you wouldn't even be able to tell. You know know what I like about ACDC is I like the buildup. Like, you know, I always think back to Hell's Bells and just how that song started. Hell's Bells. Yeah, you go right to him singing the Hell's Bells part. For me, it's just like the bell tolling and the guitar coming in. You know, they know how to build a song to a crescendo and get you ripping. That's it. Yeah. Let me tell you what's pretty great. When you're in your car, okay, Mm -hmm. you're cruising along and then you got a little... Oh my god. <laughs> and you're just like, I'm in cruise control. Set it at around 126 kilometers. It's 7.30 in the morning. There's no one on the 401. And you're just relaxing. This is sad. Tears streaming down your face. Just got dumped. Yeah. It was easy. No one ever said it would be this hard. Take it back to the start. Oh my god, is this song building to a crescendo more? Yeah, I like I this song. I know you love a good crescendo. I do. Beautiful song. It feels like someone's like slowly building to a run and then a sprint, you know? Beautiful yeah. song. See, I've never liked Coldplay. Really? Never. I've always thought they were a ween band. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hate to break it to you. I'm a bit of a ween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine going to a Coldplay concert, all the weens. It's just a sea of weens. It's a ween fest. And by the way, I'm the leader of that festival right here. (laughs) That is so true. Shame for us to part. 
this was, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not like a big fan of new Coldplay. I just like the first two albums and select songs from the two that came after mm. resonate with me. Do, there gets, is yeah, that, there's one song that got Paradise, which I think was a little bit it was a little bit later in their career. Yeah, see, a, yeah, I don't like Paradise. I think that's a beautiful song. Yeah, well, now you're a ween. Yeah, okay. You know what? Who's the ween? Who's the ween? 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 Chris Martin is the head ween. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's true. soup. He's a super ween. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> but you know, sometimes super weens like things go well for them. They they hook up with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. They hook up with Jennifer Lawrence. A ween can have swag from time to time. Yeah, I mean, this is the era of the ween, isn't it? <laughs> weens do well. Like weens don't do well in high school usually, but weens like me tend to find their place after the fact. Yes, yes, and it's yeah. tough probably. When sensitive you, people. We're what? sensitive people who don't like to fight. We're pacifists. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like a good ween. How many people have you just gone gone up and punched in the face before in your life, Bundus? Uh, a few. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many people I've gone up and just clocked them in the face? How many? Zero. <laughs> and we listen to Coldplay. <laughs> Maybe it's your time. Maybe you need to go clock somebody in the face. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I'd be listening to if I was going to do that. Go but I will say, I mean, like, I know we touched on it on our radio show. Like, there's some bands I wish would just stay in that place where I love them and not evolve. And ACDC have always been good about that, you know? Mm, you, you know, know what exactly Jay-Z, what to expect. Jay-Z always says, you like my first stuff, buy my first album. Like, you know, if you mm. like it, buy it. If you don't like the new stuff, move on. He doesn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think he kind of does, though. Ah, I think but he says that. There's enough people that like his new stuff yeah. that he's okay. He doesn't need you. He's fine. Yeah. Same with Coldplay. And then there's people like uh, that. I'll just buy singles from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't buy anything now. I just like you know pay for services. Yeah. Or listen to the radio. Yes. But like, if I was gonna go out, I'd never buy a Drake album ever, ever, ever. I'd buy three songs maybe from each album. Wow. Because there's a lot of filler in those albums, I hate to say. the filler. You start to fall in love with the filler, and I wouldn't even call that filler anymore. Yeah. You know? I I haven't got to that part where I've fallen in love with the filler. It's because you're a ween. Because you're too busy listening to Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, What's the weeniest band you like, Bundus? Weeniest band I like. It's probably like old cheesy 80s stuff, like, yeah. you know, like Roxette or Sly Fox, like stuff like that. That's but, not what's weenie? Sly Fox. Never even heard of Sly Fox. You know that song that goes dum dum, dinny dum dum. You don't know oh, this? Oh, I just that looked rings up Sly Let's go this all is... the way. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so great. Working in a factory. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Prince cover band. Did Prince write this song? Uh, that I don't know. It's funny that you like this retro stuff, Bundus, because I it. so picture you listening to retro music in your old school car. 
I love like all kinds of music. I love listening to like the Rolling Stones or 80s stuff like that. Like it just I, I just love music. You know what's general. nice mm. about this music is that you can clap along to it. <laughs> okay, Ween. <laughs> oh, that's my point. Is that this is Ween music too? Totally. It's yeah. it's super cheesy. Let's go all the way. But the thing I still like about it over Coldplay is that it's upbeat. It's fun. Mm. You can dance to it. You can move to it. It's still weenie, but at least I'm not crying on my drive home on the 401. Look, uh, Coldplay is not for every time and every moment. It's those uh, times where you just want to be pensive and chill, that Mm -hmm. it's perfect. You know, there's a, there's a right time for everything. And there would be a time where if ACDC came on, I'd be like, yeah. But -hmm. it would involve being out and it would involve someone else putting it on. I would never put it on. Never, I don't think I've ever been like, oh, I'm gonna listen to ACDC right now. I feel like having a little bit of a jam. <laughs> okay, listen so if you want to jam, what do you listen to when you jam? Are you going like, like uh, EDM? Upbeat? Yeah. Upbeat. Uh, these days, I'm going more like hip hop, probably. Yeah. Like for stuff. Uh, huh, good question. I'm trying to think about my playlist that I would listen to. I like EDM. I like EDM a lot, too, if I want to, like, get fired up about something. Yeah. <laughs> I like listening. I, I especially like listening to songs that are just, like, typical pop songs that have been remixed into full EDM, like, with big drops and stuff. Yeah. That would be a pump-up kind of playlist that I would listen to now. Mm. Um, like, if you're in the gym, like, throwing weights around. If I was in the gym, the last time I was in the gym, I'd always go to, like, a hits playlist. Hits playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, a workout. Would I want, like, high, uh, I want upbeat songs, for sure. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a rock-based playlist. Sometimes no I way. do that in the gym when I go, if I go rock, if I'm really trying to lift something heavy, yeah. I go, like, old school Lincoln Angry Park. rock? Like, yeah. yeah like, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, great. I love Lincoln <laughs> yeah. Park, yeah. Um, I, uh, when I get on a, like, we have a Peloton, and you can search for a play, like, you can search for a class based on a number of factors, but music's one of them. Mm. I always go EDM. Do yeah. Yeah, pretty much always. My wife will be like, oh, I did a fun 80s ride today. I'll be like, that, not interested. <laughs> I had to come up with a playlist this summer for our patio, for our bar. I was really excited because I thought it should be a bit different because we were going to play music in the street. So it couldn't be that heavier hip hop with, you know, end bombs and stuff like that. I wanted to take it in a different direction. I found myself being drawn to a specific era of like old school Lenny Kravitz and fine young cannibals and it reminds me of like i guess it would have been like early 90s like 94 like are you gonna go my way kind of lenny uh even earlier than that even early when it's kind of like jazzy lenny kravitz really when he was cool with those long well not that he's not super cool now but just the long dread phase that he went through when he was wearing like feather boas and Mm. bell bottoms Earlier than uh, this. Hold on, that's a that's a good. Uh, let me see what my. Let me just go to the playlist right now. Daytime patio rips. Daytime <laughs> patio rips. Put on yeah. uh, what goes around comes around. This is oh, this is yeah. this is a this is the one, Bundus. You need this one in your life. All right. Oh, what? Already, I don't like it. You don't like this? This right now? I feel like I'm listening to lounge music. Oh, I think that's what I'm hey, trying to go for. Hey, like, chill uh, Let's all go to the square and dance. My pockets were full and now my money's gone. My friends come around and now they're gone. Things come and they come and then they go. And where they go, nobody knows what's gonna come around. 
that patio. It's right there. You know what this sounds like? What goes around comes around. It sounds like somebody who is hearing the music for the first time, just like playing around with words and singing over it. That's it. It doesn't sound like a cohesive song to me. If you go deeper, I love yeah. the thing that's crazy about Lenny Kravitz is he plays every instrument on his albums. Yeah, he's a total a narcissist. Crazy... He's a complete narcissist. He's got to be in control of everything. Do There's it all a crazy uh, saxophone solo. It's him. He's he's on the drums. He's on the guitar. He's singing. That's how talented he is. It's gonna come around. What goes around comes around. No? Uh, no, not for me. I mean, I like it. I don't hate it. I could totally picture sitting on a patio, like in this plane in the background. Like, I, I think it works. I, it's not like something I'd put on by myself. Exactly. But like, I could totally. Exactly. But, but for what Moore is trying to like do, curating a playlist and a feel, I agree that you, you yeah. you're feeling it. You're feeling yeah. it. I yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. look. I, again, I would never put that on myself. But if it was in the background, I wouldn't be like, I'm leaving this shit hole and this crappy <laughs> music. It's funny. I find myself like I'll often be in the bar and I'll find somebody. And I'll play music for them. I find somebody who's kind of bopping a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I have to keep that person bopping. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But it's really a fun challenge for me, you know? DJ Moji. DJ yeah, Moji. Yeah, gets super involved with uh, with songs and stuff. But she, your only crutch is not your playlists are tight. Yeah. You lean on the same songs a lot. You know, I like I like a playlist that can run five hours. Well, you know, I pick you know? like 12 songs and then sometimes the curated uh, algorithm that comes in after can be great. Oh, yeah, because it's all based on the 12 songs you pick. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you get it and started. Then, and then so that's how you discover a new song and then you add that to your playlist. And, uh, Exactamundo. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was getting a massage the other day and... Uh, and that was I was enjoying the music. I was like, because she was yeah. playing like real music, not just floaty spa sounds. Okay, what was it? Was what? it slow it, it, or? Uh, yeah, well, of course, it was all like you know chill jams. Mm-hmm. But I said, oh, is your playlist uh, public? And she's like, yeah. And it was. It's called. You can find it on Spotify. It's called massage. It's rips. called <laughs> massage music with lyrics. And oh, um, <laughs> interesting. Here it is by Christina, my massage therapist. Let me see how many hours she has here. There's 140 songs, about nine hours of music. It's wow. great. I can put that on. I mean, Bonnie Vare, uh, The Civil Wars, Mazzy Star, like, you know, Nora Jones. There's lots of cool stuff in here. Moby, Zero Seven. Mm-hmm. Can't um, go wrong with a lot of those. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of repeats as I scroll through here. But when you have it on and it's on a like a shuffle. You know, I remember when um, these, what was that original playlist app that came out? Uh, uh, Songza. Songza. Yeah. Uh, Songza and then iTunes and, and and even with Spotify, they started stealing music directors from the radio world and their job was to just sit there and make these playlists. Yeah. There's literally a guy that makes the playlists. But didn't you find, and I, and I find this all with the streaming services, uh, you know, when you listen to a radio station, you pretty much know what you're going to hear. Yep. And... Um, like when you're listening to the streaming services, they're all variations of the same songs. Like, all you know, if you're mm-hmm. listening to um, like Sunday morning songs, and then you're listening to uh, "Hey, Chillin' in on a Tuesday," <laughs> like it's all the same songs. They just shuffle differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. <laughs> you know, I I was hoping that 
every playlist would almost have like an exclusive playlist. That's hard. But that doesn't exist. Doesn't exist mm-hmm. in the streaming world. I have a friend who was the no repeat work day. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what I want. I have a friend who who uh, was interviewing for a job like that at Spotify, and he was dying. Like he went through three tiers of interviews and ended up not getting it. But he's like, this would be my dream job, just sitting down and making playlists all oh, day. Yeah, you know. Oh, I get tired of that. Would you? Yeah. Well, the best, the, the way I make my best playlist is I find something that I like, like a playlist I like, and then I handpick from that. Mm-hmm. And I send it in different places. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that, maybe that'll make the chill playlist. Maybe that'll make the... Uh, daytime patio rips. Daytime patio rips. <laughs> yeah. Like I've got a, I, I follow you on Spotify. I'll sometimes throw on like bodega playlists on there. Nice. Thank you for doing... Sexy bodega. That's a good one. Sexy bodega is <laughs> definitely on my thing. <laughs> I wonder how many songs you have in Sexy Bodega. You keep, like, you, when you add stuff, you sometimes take stuff out, right? I do. Sometimes things don't work anymore. Sometimes you try them out and it just falls flat. Um, now you got three hours in there, so that's pretty good. It's getting bigger than it was last time I There looked. you go. All right. Uh, it's still amazing to me what's going on in the United States. And it's always interesting because when you hear from celebrities, I would say 90% of the time they're on board with the Biden campaign and are anti-Trumpers. I'll tell you somebody who's right behind Trump right now and thinks the whole election is one giant fraud. And that is Angelina Jolie. What's dad? Oh, uh, what's his name again? John Voight. John Voight does not believe uh, that Joe Biden won the election. I was listening to this audio clip. It's almost a minute long, but it's crazy. Like he's fully on board with all the uh, the spin from the Republican Party. I stand here with all that feel as I do, disgusted with this lie that Biden has been chosen, as if we all don't know the truth. The ones who are jumping for joy now are jumping toward the horror they will be in for. Because I know that the promises being made from the left to the American people will never come to be. My friends of all colors, races, and religions, this is now our greatest fight since the Civil War. The battle of righteousness versus Satan. Because these leftists are evil, corrupt, and they want to tear down this nation. We must fight this corruption that has taken over and fight for the good that seems lost. Let us give our trust to God and fight now for Trump's victory because we all know this ballot count is corruption like they are. Let us fight this fight as if it is our last fight on earth. God bless. Hmm. Man, almost sounds like he's inciting violence there uh, a little I bit. I agree. Eh? You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, you know, if I was running for president of the United States and I, it was close, and I wanted to count the ballots, then count the ballots. You want to fight something, then fight something. Let's get to the bottom of this. I'd rather him contest where he wanted to contest and us figure out the answers than to have people have question marks moving forward. Do you well, know what I are. mean? They are. That's the plan. Good. Uh, they're hand-counting ballots in, is it Georgia? I think it's Georgia, like, where they're going to go through one by one by hand. And add it up. Then, and then they can do 
that. They can well, go through one by one and get the answers that people want. So as long as there's enough people from both sides observing and that they can, absolutely. you know, be, uh, you know, sure that they're not going to be like, absolutely. you know, saying this one doesn't count because the pen's over here or whatever <laughs> it is. I don't know how it yes, works. Yes, as long as it's done fairly, then yeah. I, I feel like it's important to make sure that it's done, it's proper, and that people can feel confident with who they've elected as their president. It's just crazy that, you know, uh, Trump won by a very similar margin when he won four years ago and how, you know, uh, Barack Obama basically had him at the White House within days of him being declared the winner. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see uh, Biden being invited over to the White House until the day he's inaugurated. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, you know, he makes his trip over to the White House from... The uh, Capitol building. Certainly some tensions around that. It also gives you some perspective on how, like, what it must be like between Angelina Jolie and John Voight. I know they've had a very rocky relationship. They spent a lot of time where they didn't talk. I think they tried to, he tried to reach out and reconnect, and then it just, like, falls apart. But she does not strike me as the type of person who'd be on board with this uh, ideology at all. But anyway, I just thought I'd play you that because... Uh, most of the celebrities you hear from that are relevant today tend to be Biden supporters. And there's a guy who's still starring in lots of stuff. And um, I don't know, does that affect the way you feel about him as an actor? Would you not like I, I don't know if Ray Donovan's still going on, but that was certainly the biggest show he's oh, been a part of yes. for the last number of years. Uh, with Le- Liev Shriver, mm-hmm. uh, he, he played the dad mm-hmm. who was like this dick idiot, mm-hmm. you know, crook. Yes. Whatever. Um, does that affect how I feel about him as an actor? No, it doesn't. Doesn't stop you from enjoying his work? No. Because he's done some amazing stuff. Great actor. Great actor. And just happens to politically believe something else. So I um, want to get, we said this before, we want to get back to a time where like your politics didn't mean whether I liked you or not as a person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, sh- it shouldn't be that way. Like you should want to vote for somebody that's right for you, that you feel that it represents your needs and desires for your country. And it shouldn't put an end to who you, you get to be friends with and who you like to go see at the movies. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well. I guess uh, everybody feels like they need to uh, chime in and try mm-hmm. and control the narrative mm-hmm. on that. Uh, what did we start the show with today? Oh, yeah, it was the ACDC. Your favorite it? song. <laughs> Come on. Well, as a, you know, as we do by tradition, we usually end the way we start. Yeah. Woo! I just think, like, who would need a Hall's... Mentaliptus more than the lead singer of ACDC <laughs> after a concert. Like, that guy's throat must be just a disaster. Yeah, filled yeah. with polyps or whatever it is that you get from just, like, I'm straining sure, your voice. I'm sure he has, like, a whole thing that he does. Eh, Bundus, for that throat? Like, singers would... Oh, you have to, yeah. You have to have, like, certain teas that you drink yeah. and certain, like, resting oh. periods where you're not allowed to talk before a warm show. Warm-ups. Yeah. He'd do crazy warm-ups oh, before sure. the show. Did yeah. your lead singer and your biggest band uh, have, like, throat issues ever? Yeah, you would have to, like, prepare... Big God. time, and we'd have to cancel studio sessions. Like if his voice was slightly off, There's and no- would that piss you off? Would you be like, "Oh, come on, dude"? Yeah, just do <laughs> all it. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, your yeah. instrument is something you can just put a new string on if it's broken. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but you know, he sometimes would uh, not do the things he needed to do. Wouldn't take care of his instrument. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You know, you guys are out just partying, banging up girls the ladies. and stuff, and he's got to be back with his tea and honey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like get back into the room and stop talking. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a tough job being a lead singer. All right, thanks for listening to this podcast. And uh, check us out every weekday morning on Energy 95.3. If you're not in the Toronto, Hamilton, Niagara area, you can always stream us on the Radio Player Canada app. That's right. Just search for Energy Radio on the morning uh, on weekdays. See ya. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.